Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Donnie wants to talk about the team that disappointed him the most. They tearing up my team, man. They ripping my team apart. What's going on? Why they got to do it like that? (laughs) (laughs) But the Dan Snyder era is over, okay? The bad man is gone. Donnie, it's going to be okay. And I just brought tickets to the Giants game, and ain't none of my players going to be there. None of your pants are going to be there? What do you say? I think he said players. I was about to say, I was like, Donnie, what happened to your pants? They they won't let him in. We we know it's Love Friday, but dang, Donnie, (laughs) Donnie, slow down. We need to make sure the pants are in attendance, all right? I don't know if it needs a separate take it away it's love friday only took me a second oh just needed that second hour to get the dance down but i i, th- I think i've got it freddie and harry espn radio the espn app sirius xm channel 80 on this love friday we are presented by progressive insurance he is harry douglas i'm randy scott in for freddie coleman you can see me on sports center am tomorrow 7 a.m eastern before college game day on espn just a little plug that's fine harry's in tuscaloosa for the lsu alabama game you can join the conversation here on this show on the dr pepper call-in line 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776 and in honor of this massive weekend in the nfl and college football as well in the nba in-season tournament starts up. What's the biggest event, game, athlete, team, relationship, whatever it is, in your life that disappointed you the most? And I'm going to go off field, all Uh-oh. right, because I think, Harry, you and I were simpatico with this. We went right away to our love lives, right? And I think anybody who's <laughs> I think anybody who's, anybody who's been divorced might might have a quick answer. A re- first place you went? <laughs> a reflexive answer. Uh, this disappointed me the most? Yeah, probably. That's probably where I went. But no, I can think back to a weekend specifically. I was disappointed three times. June, first weekend in June 2000, Gladiator came out. I was a senior in high school. I was amped to see Gladiator. You know the most annoying part of that movie? They got too many lines. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix disappointed me in that movie. The next day, had this whole plan with my high school girlfriend. Parents were out of town. You had to figure out a way to get some alone time. That was disappointing. I'm just going to leave it there. First time, disappointing. (laughs) Disappointing for her and for me. I'd say that. And then the next day, the George Strait Country Music Festival, FedEx Field, dumpster. Even in 2000, awful place to see a show. All of the sets, it was Kenny Chesney, it was Mark Chestnut, it was Jody Messina, it was Tim McGraw, it was George Strait, and everybody was condensed down to playing like very short sets, like five or six songs. It was so disappointing. So that was the most disappointing weekend of my life. It's been 23 years, and I can still think back to it. So that's where that's where I'm going. All right, well, Harry? A little bit okay. of everything. So, so I'm, I'm going to go right behind you. So back in 2008. Pause. You know, I had a nice little date set up with a nice young lady, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, as we're on this date, I'm big on hygiene. Body odor, breath, nails done, every, hair done, everything. I'm big on body, I'm big on hygiene, period. <laughs> if anybody that knows me really well, that that's at the top of the top. So mm-hmm. she's talking to me, and I noticed this stench. And I'm like, wow, that smells bad. 
let me smell my own breath. But I know it's not mine because hygiene is very important to me. So I breathe it in my own hand, and it's not my breath. It's her breath. So immediately I say, oh, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to overcome this one. But then not only that, the nails weren't done. The toes weren't done. But then the conversation, when you converse with someone, you, you, you expect to have great conversation. The conversation was terrible. But I was so looking forward to this, you know, interaction and maybe one thing could have led to another. But when I smelled that breath and it smelled like heart garbage, it, it's, it really stopped right then and there. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get past that, Randy. I, I just couldn't. I don't, I don't blame you. You're right. Like the, the hygiene part, I, I, I don't know that I spent enough time looking at girls' nails, at women's nails, though. Maybe that's, something, maybe that's my own issue. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe I'd have fewer disappointments in my life if I paid closer attention. Like I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this: game. like I notice the 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 smallest things when it comes to women. Like, like if yeah. my wife go get her hair done, I might not even know she can come back. Oh, babe, you got your hair done. Like I notice every little thing. Like, yeah, like that. See, come on now, come on. That's Freddie or that's Harry. It is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. And Sam Acho, our ESPN football analyst, has just been nodding along and kind of grinning and kind of smiling. You can get at him on Twitter or, or X. Uh, the Sam Acho. Uh, in studio, which is fun for me, man, because we hardly ever get to cross paths. We always throw to you on Saturday mornings. You're doing, uh, you're doing gear up, and then you've got your responsibilities throughout the day. We've got our first set of college football playoff rankings. Georgia is not in the top spot as they are in the rest of the rankings. Can, can I get it? Can I get in on the question two. too, though? Y'all are the disappointment. I'm listening to these yeah. disappointment. Can I? Can I get <laughs> yeah. it? I mean, I'm listening to Harry yes, talking sir. about. I could, I could hear him when he said "hot heart garbage." I could smell it <laughs> when he said it. Now I'm listening to you as I'm walking through the halls. You know, Randy. I'm, I'm sorry. I cannot get in. You know? Yeah, yes, sir. Absolutely. Awesome. Biggest disappointment for yeah. me. Yeah, was draft day. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, oh, slow it down. Slow it down. Slow it down. And the reason why is you've been spending your entire semi-professional life preparing for the NFL draft. Some people, when they're little kids, I'm eight years old, I want to go play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go play for this team. Some people, not until 15, 16, well, I'm good enough to play in college. Some people, man, you get to college, well, I could actually do it. I was at a point where... I was kind of on that path of like, wow, maybe I can go play at the next level. I ended up not really playing a lot as a freshman. I got a sack on my first play, which is awesome. But I didn't play a ton. Sophomore play a little bit, but I would see guys above me get drafted first round, second round, first round, second round, like crazy dudes who came with me. Earl Thomas came with me. First round pick. Brian Arapo, guy who played my same position. First round pick. I'm like, man, I could be the next. And so my junior year, we go to the national championship. We're 13-0, end up losing Alabama. Quarterback gets hurt, but have like 10 sacks that year, 11 sacks. Senior year. Nine, ten sacks. You know, we don't have a great season, but I play well, win awards, boom, boom, boom. And it's draft day. And, if, and it's, it's, it's essence of it, and anyone who knows draft day is like Thursday is, is round one. Mm-hmm. Friday is rounds two and three. Yeah. And Saturday is four through seven and and free agents. And I had agents who told me and, and coaches, Mike Tomlin even said, like all these people were like, hey, man, you're going to be, you know, if you do X, Y, and Z, you'll, you'll increase your draft stock. I was a mid-round, you know, initially like a mid-round grade. But they said, man, if you go to the Senior Bowl and do well, go to the Combine and do well, and go to your Pro Day and perform well, you could increase your stock. And so, boom, Senior Bowl, I go there, and I win Senior Bowl, most outstanding performance for defense. Right? Me and Von were in the same class. Von Miller wins yeah. MVP. I win most outstanding performance. Check. I go to the Combine, break the record for defensive lineman for the three-cone drill for the Combine. I run a 6.69 at the Combine for a three-cone drill. 
at being two, 260 pounds. That's like a, still a 260, you're running that, that boy got agilities in Man, his bag. The, the grace of God, bro. <laughs> the grace of God. <laughs> but I, and also was a top five performer in the 40 and in the, you know, in the whatever, three uh, the short shuttle. Yeah. So like combine, check. I played defensive end in college and a little bit of defensive tackle, right? So like third down, quick nickel, whatever, quick inside rusher. So they said, hey, can you play outside linebacker? The last game in my college career, I played outside linebacker to put it on film. While I go to my pro day, and I'm doing linebacker drills and, and, and interviews, right? And boom, do great in the interviews, do great in the, the linebacker drills, right? You're meeting with coaches from, you know, Ted Monachino. He was a coach with the Ravens. Sat down, met with him from the Raiders and Patriots, all these people. And I'm like, man, check, check, check. So I was thinking my draft grade was going to be second or third round. My yeah. agent told me that. Yeah. Coaches, everybody. Uh, even Mac Tomlin, we were walking, you know, he was at my pro day. He's like, hey, man, you ready to be a Stealer? I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, the, the moment was set. So much so that it's one of those things where all you need is one team to like you. Maybe you'll be a first-round pick. And so day one, Thursday night, draft night. Mind you, everyone had told me, hey, guaranteed. Like, the Raiders flew me in and said, hey, man, you're going to be our first pick in the draft. They didn't have a first-round pick. Boom. I'm like, bet I got it. You know, I'm dressed to the nines, whatever people say it. I'm like, ready. Nobody calls. Actually, no, let me let, let me be honest. One person called. My agent called at the end of the draft. And I'm thinking, oh, man, it's going to be a team. He's like, hey, man, I'm just calling because I haven't heard anything. So I'm trying to see if you did either. Mm-hmm. Right? Day two comes and goes. Actually, that was actually on day two, right? Oh, that was day two comes and goes. Nobody calls. So finally, I'm sitting there like, man, every single person told me I was going to be at the minimum, at the worst third round from coaches to agents to scouts, you name it. And now all of a sudden, no one called. And that was that Thursday night, Friday night, excuse me, at the end of the third round. My phone finally rings, and it's my agent. And I'm thinking he's telling me that the Ravens or the Steelers, one of these teams that wins a lot, you know, late round. And he was like, hey, no, I haven't heard anything. I was really calling to see if you had heard anything. And I'm sitting there devastated. Your, your agent is calling to ask you if Bro, you Bro, hey, it was a whole situation. I almost fired him that day. Uh, that's, um, yeah, that's straight that's up. Spot. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, yeah. And so um, – I remember going to my room. We, we did this draft party. invited friends, family, my parents, friends and family at my parents' house. And I remember going back up to the room that I grew up in and literally being in tears. Man. Yeah, I could see that. Man, I could Be- see that. Because it was like every everyone had lied to me. And every single person had lied to me. And that's all you can go on. That's all you can go on. Yeah. And so, like, I remember crying. Funny enough, two things. My sister actually came up to the room who I don't know if she's ever seen me cry or whatever. My older sister, I look up to her. Her name is Chi-Chi. She's awesome, and um, I don't remember what she said, but she just consoled me, like, hey, it's going to be okay, and yeah. you're good. And I remember, like, maybe right, right after she left or before she came, just literally crying out to God and being like, and anybody know who knows me, knows my faith, knows my heart, I'm like, man, God, I, I do, I'm not doing this for the money or the fame or whatever. Like, I want to make your name famous. Like, I want to give my all for you. That's, That's why I'm here. So why is this happening? I remember just like those tears and whatever. And I remember going to sleep that night. But actually, before I went to sleep, before I even went up to my room, I remember yeah. t- telling all the people, hey, yeah. I know y'all came and I know it was going to be like, this is going to be the day we I got drafted. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to get picked or not. If you want to come, I'll be here. If not, you can go home, right? Yeah. I remember waking up the next morning, round, round four through seven. I didn't know like even when that day started. Like when do people start getting picked? And um, the phone rings. And... We had the caller ID thing, and it was Arizona Cardinals, like the team I hadn't talked to the entire time. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, hey, man, we're going to pick you with our next pick. And mind you, I didn't believe them because that's what people say. I'll tell, oh, we're going to pick you, and they don't. You've been lied to for three rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've been told, hey, man, don't be- if somebody tells you you're going to pick you, don't believe them because they might <laughs> just be trying to get in good in case you get to a free agent and they want you to come. To- so I was like, hey, 
that sounds good. Thank you so much. But they're, they're like, hey, so we're going to hang up and, and, you know, we'll pick you in a couple in a couple picks. I said, hey, is it cool if I stay on the phone? They said, why? I said, I just, I, I've heard stories. I'd like to, you know, make sure it's as yeah. real. And uh, it, was, it was Michael Bidwell, the team owner, who's like, Sam, we need to hang up so we can go call Roger Goodell to let him know we're going to pick you. <laughs> right? And so I was like, okay. So long story short, and I know yeah. it was a long story, and hopefully this makes it short. That was a day that was like this huge day ended up being a huge disappointment, but it led to this internal drive, this chip on my shoulder, oh, yeah. whatever you call that, led to a nine-year NFL career and thankfully a lot of awesome stuff after. I mean, but I, none of us, I, me, myself, Harry, you have, I'm ne- never going to be in that room, never going to be in that position. That's the insight that people don't get. All you see is the walk across the stage, how's he dap up, Commissioner Goodell. So that is the charge now to the listeners on Love Friday. you got to top that story. So good mm-hmm. luck. Good luck, but the phone lines are open in honor of this massive sports weekend. What's the biggest event in your life, biggest game athlete team that disappointed you the most? And I'm going through some of these other defensive ends in 2011. I mean, this is a strong draft. Robert Quinn is in this draft, We have some dogs, man. Alden Smith is in this draft. Ryan Kerrigan is in this. Cam Jordan is in this. Cam Jordan's still in the league, man. Okay. Balling, too. As we shift back, and this college football preview is brought to you by AT&T, connecting changes everything. As, as we bring it back to the college side, and guys who you know, will get their names called eventually here probably on Sundays, but what jumps out to you about this first set of the college football playoff rankings? Ohio State on top. Everything. Oh, the rankings? Yeah, for sure, Ohio State. I think that, that, that jumps out to me. Yeah. Alabama being where they're at. So Texas was is at 6, Alabama 7, uh, Oklahoma or 7, 8, 9. Texas 7, Alabama 8, Oklahoma 9. So that stood out to me, just a head-to-head matchup, but how high Alabama is after not knowing who their quarterback was going to be in weeks 1, 2, and 3. Jalen Nuro yeah. was benched, right? They didn't, he didn't even suit up in week was it week 2 or week 3 after Texas. Like, after he didn't Texas. suit up. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's playing awesome. And so that stood out to me how high Alabama is. And then with that being said, Alabama playing LSU this weekend, I mean, that's going to be a crazy game. So that I think that was what stood out to me the most. Like, oh, man, Alabama, y'all better watch out. Yeah, so Sam, which team outside the top four could you see actually sneak into one of those spots by the end of the season? Oregon, and it's not even sneaking. It's earning it. Like, they've earned it. And I think if they find a way to win out, they will have earned it. They would have had one loss mm-hmm. to Washington, which is ranked five right now. And then they would have a chance to avenge that loss yeah. in the Pac-12 championship. Now, all of a sudden, you're a one-loss conference champ who is, I mean – dangerous put it that way so I think them and, and Washington of course as well right like I keep I yep. talk about Oregon but Washington is sitting there at number five undefeated they have played a little bit not as great recently so if you get a win against a ranked USC team this weekend a ranked Utah team next weekend there's another ranked game on their schedule they will have an opportunity as well but whoever wins that Pac-12 which I'm, I think Oregon's going to be coming for you know coming for revenge yeah Whoever wins that is definitely a team that's on the top four. We've got our ESPN football analyst Sam Acho here with us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app here in studio. Randy Scott in for Freddie Coleman, Harry Douglas down there in, in Tuscaloosa. And maybe maybe the Crimson Tide of the answer to this question, maybe it is Texas. I don't want to put that speak that into into existence, but give us the top ten team in your eyes, Sam, that that is most on alert this weekend for an upset. Ooh, yeah, don't speak that into existence just yet. <laughs> K-State can play now. Man, K-State can play. K-State hadn't allowed a touchdown in nine quarters, like two yeah. games, two-plus yeah. games. But Got Malik a- looked good. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're looking great. And then at quarterback, two, K-State's looking great. So Texas plays K-State. That's going to be a hard game. Malik Malik Murphy, the quarterback for Texas, he's stepping in for an injured Quinn Ewers. Yeah. He looked good, but, but there was an early fumble and an early interception that – would give me pause. Okay. Put it that way. Okay. It was a great win, and I mean, you've got to celebrate the win, but, man, yeah. 
And BYU, who they played last week, can't take the ball away. But I, I don't know. It'll be a huge challenge without your starting quarterback against a K-State team that is playing out of their minds. And really, they're the former Big 12 champs. They're playing really well. So there's, that's another game. I think uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam. Yeah. It's, uh, Oklahoma's a top that's 10 at team. Stillwater. At Stillwater. Yeah. Ollie Gordon's leading, leading college football in rushing yards. He's running back for Oklahoma State. That's another big game. Um, Alabama, LSU. I mean, you pick it. This weekend is going to be crazy with college football games. Yeah, I'm going to stay right there with Alabama LSU because Jaden Daniels, in my opinion, is playing better football than anybody at that position. When you talk about, you know, delivering it with his arm and also utilizing his legs from a rushing standpoint, uh, how can Alabama stop LSU from beating them two years in a row? Hmm. I will say this. I'm not going to answer the question at least yet, but I will say this because <laughs> that's a great question. Um LSU has a number one offense in college football. At least when it comes to, I think it's points yeah. and, and yards. Yeah. Yep. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels is balling. And if he if he finds a way to beat Alabama, I don't think any quarterback well, there somebody can check me on this. Maybe I'll say it. I'll check it and say it. But long story short, if Jaden Daniels beats Alabama, he put himself squarely in the Heisman conversation, period. Point blank, period, no conversation. Right. Michael Penix isn't doing great. Statistically, at least some some weeks and all these things. So how does how does Jaden Daniels do it? I don't know yet. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go watch some tape a little bit later. I know the game's tomorrow. but Malik Neighbors is going to have to factor in. Yeah, yeah. Malik Neighbors, obviously star wide receiver. They got a great connection. Mason Taylor had that huge catch last year to help them win. The tight end, son of Jason Taylor. Um, But I think they got to get to Milrow and get the ball out. I think that's what it's going to be. It's not going to be Jaden Daniels. It's going to be LSU's defense, not just sacking Milrow. Jalen Milrow, Alabama's quarterback, been sacked a lot. When you get there, get the ball out. Take possessions away from Mm -hmm. him so your offense can score more. You're going to have to outscore them. Their defense, Alabama's defense can play. Right, LSU's been in some high-scoring affairs. Some they've lost, like Ole Miss. Yeah. Some they've won, like Missouri. Right, you're scoring forty plus, fifty, almost fifty points in some of these games, five, six hundred yards each apiece. So you have to, you have to make it an offensive affair. Mm-hmm. And how do you make it an offensive by stealing possessions from Alabama defense? That's going to be, I believe, ready to play. And that has some dogs. Dallas Turner being one of them on Ooh, that yes. D. LSU's offense has had to do it. That defense has been generous, to say the least. But LSU is in good hands with Jaden Daniels. This good hands moment of the week is brought to you by Allstate. With insurance from Allstate, you'll be game day ready every day. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent today to learn more. Allstate, you're in good hands. Is Sam Macho in as our ESPN football analyst? We're talking NFL. We're talking college. It's Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Randy Scott in for Freddie Coleman. Harry Douglas down there in Tuscaloosa ahead of that matchup in the SEC West. But in the SEC East, you mentioned a Missouri team that has been frisky, to be sure. Eli Drinkwitz's squad can put up points in a hurry. They go between the hedges. Is Georgia in trouble, especially offensively without Brock Bowers? Yes and no, uh, because Missouri is playing at a high level. And, and I mean, they got a quarterback, Brady Cook, who can ball. He's statistically one of the top quarterbacks in college football. But more than him, they got some receivers. Theo Weiss transfer from Oklahoma, putting up good numbers. Um, and then Luther Burden, who's uh, a sophomore, a, a dog, number one in the SEC Big in catches. I'm too. telling you. And they want to throw it deep. Like, they don't want to underneath. No, they want to take the top off of defenses. Luther, Luther Burden has 61 receptions. Leads the SEC. 511 receiving yards after catch, after the catch, right? Leads the SEC. Over 900 receiving yards, second in the SEC. And he's a true sophomore who can play six tuds. So my point is this Alabama needs, or uh, Alabama, um, Georgia. Georgia needs yeah. to be on alert because of that offense. But 
they've done really good with Brock without Brock Bowers. Um, Lad McConkey has been really excellent this last week against Florida. Their defense had five sacks, four sacks against Florida. So I, I think it'll be a great game. If any time for Missouri to beat Georgia, it'd be this time. But yeah. the opposite is also true in that Georgia's actually coming together defensively and they're finding their identity offensively without Brock. And it's funny when you, when you when I look at Missouri's offense, right? And you think about you know how the quarterback is playing well, those wide receivers. Some people may forget about Cody Schrader, who's had a phenomenal year at the running back position. He has over 800 yards and I believe nine touchdowns on the year. So that's just another thing, Sam, that I think Georgia would have to deal with in Kirby Smart and company in that defense. I, I you know, tides are shifting. I know we ain't talking about Alabama, but. Georgia, like early season, was like, oh, who are they? And they're looking kind of not great. Florida, they look like Georgia. In that game against Florida, they look like who they were supposed to look like. And there were some big plays they gave up you're not used to. So this game will be, I think, a defining game, of course, if if Georgia loses. But a defining game of like, oh, we're number two. No, no, no. We just smashed a really, really good Missouri team. We should be the number one team, without a doubt. All right. Big Ten football. It seems like the coaches are rallying. It seems like the ADs are rallying, and they want some justice here in this Michigan sign-stealing scandal. I think everybody everybody understands the NCAA is going to move very slowly, and nothing's going to happen to this year's Michigan team, this year's Michigan coaching staff. The Big Ten can act a lot quicker. They have the power to do that. They'd be costing themselves a lot of money, though, taking the college football playoff team out of it. They'd be costing themselves money because there's a, there's a, a, a pot of money that gets distributed among the conference. So given all of that, Where do you see this sign-stealing scandal going? That's a great question, Randy. I think it's more than about money. Is it that much of an advantage? It is. It is? Okay. It is. And, I mean, put it this way. If someone's going to those lengths, it's been alleged that uh, that this uh, person, Connor Stallions, has gone to the sidelines of other teams' games – who knows what he was doing, right? He's, there's been pictures alleged him being on the sideline of Central Michigan when Miss Central Michigan played Michigan State, mm-hmm. right? There's been uh, He's been alleged to have bought tickets to 11 of the 14 Big 12 teams' games and had those tickets on the 50-yard line uh, high enough where you can see the signs. There's been pictures alleged, pictures of him, uh, you know, him show, proof that he's been recording the yeah. sideline. And so I would say if someone were to go to those lengths – and then not just that person. Then this same person has been on the sideline, pictures him next to the offensive coordinator when the other team's defense, Michigan's offensive coordinator, Michigan's defense coordinator, Michigan's head, head coach. Like so, like if somebody goes to these lengths, I think there's definitely something there as far as like you asked, like how much of an advantage it is. Mm-hmm. So I think there is a significant advantage. And then I think that there has to be some kind of um, money should not be the deterrent. Oh, it's going to cost us money. No, nah, man. Yeah. Like this is people talk about the integrity of the game. The NFL talks about that a lot, and Roger Goodell, the integrity of the game. This is a conversation about the integrity of college sports based off the fact that this type of science dealing that is being alleged yeah. is illegal and not allowed. They get Purdue this week. Purdue's coaching staff has been vocal, and then you know they're third in the college football playoff rankings, and it really is a Penn State season and then an Ohio State season. And then who knows? If they're perfect, we're talking about a Big Ten championship game, and maybe the conference steps in. Sam, we appreciate the – the trip down memory lane, man, even though it wasn't paved in happy memories necessarily. No, it was better, Randy, to yeah. your point. And all these things, like sometimes you go through trials and hardships and struggles and you think it's the worst thing ever, ends up being one of the best things that could happen to you. Imagine me. I went to the perfect team, had an opportunity to start as a, as a rookie, Yeah, had seven sacks as a rookie, 
um, tied tied for second on the rookie sack record. Had played four years in Arizona, right? Yeah. Was grinding to keep my stay. Four years in Chicago, another year in Tampa with a you know spent some time in Buffalo. I played nine years. Some yeah. guys go. I knew a guy who got drafted second round, got cut after a year or two. So like all these things, like let it build you, let it make you stronger, yeah. right? Like there's a verse in the Bible. I like, count it all joy when you, when you go through trials of various kinds, knowing that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance have its full effect Mm -hmm. so you can be perfect and complete lacking nothing right if anybody Mm -hmm. lacks wisdom let them ask god so my point is like hard things happen let them happen got you all right tune in tomorrow uh to sam you're all over the place what's the game that you're i'll be doing half times a lot of yeah half times a lot of e2 games some eu games all those things sam we appreciate it man we're gonna talk nba when we come back james harden said he was on a leash his words not ours with the sixers He's out to prove everything with the Clippers. We'll dive into whether that's possible for the beard on yet another new team. Harry Douglas, Randy Scott. It's Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. It's Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. The ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Randy, that's my song right here now. That's it? Love in the club. Mm Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my jam right there. I, I could with tell. Beyonce on that on that thing that remix. What oh, year? Boy. What year was that? Because that's that's Beyonce featuring on tracks. You know what I mean? I can't, Not I can't remember hers. the year. Oh wait, but that's you know how? Yeah. So so Ooh. I knew it had to be somewhere around there though, Shannon, because you know how you remember moments in your life from songs. 
I remember being in the club and this song coming on and having a nice little dance. You know, just that's all, just having a nice little dance and really feeling the music, feeling the song to a T. I know our listeners understand what I'm talking about. When you yeah. had this song come on and there's a certain moment just mm-hmm. popping your head. Yeah, well, 2008 was the year that you went out with Stanky Breath, right? I mean, that was the that oh, was the yes. date, right? Like things jump out. We know it wasn't a dance with Stank, bro. No, no. But in the club, oh, we say dragon, bro. In the club, you probably couldn't smell it, right? Because the club has got its own smell to it. It smells like an eighth grade dance. The closer you get <laughs> to the cologne man in the bathroom, right? Like it just the Jaquar Noir in the nights. Like you're just <laughs> that you know? curve, that curve cologne. Let me go, let me get a spray of that curve, man. Let me get some of that jupe. <laughs> yeah, for an extra dollar, we can go blue jean. How we feel about blue jean for an extra dollar? We're uh, <laughs> you need some gumballs here, man. Here, here go five. Let me get some of that gum. Just a bowl of loose gum in a men's room, and we're out there paying money for this service. Wait, five for gum? Man, but hey, man, listen. He was a minority. I had to look out for my brother. It's all the money that Harry had on him. Go, He's going to ask man. him for change? You're going to ask him for change with the gumballs right there? Come on. Look at, look at Shannon trying to diminish the black man. <laughs> This is my stop. How, I'm just gonna how pull. dare you, Shannon? <laughs> uh, you can tweet us at HDouglas83 for Harry, at Randy Scott ESPN for me. I'm in for Freddie Coleman uh, on his own show. The Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Remember, we're honoring this massive sports weekend by asking you, as it's been built up and built up and built up, what's the biggest event in your life, game, athlete, team, relationship that has disappointed you? The most. And that's a natural segue because the next topic is James Harden. James Harden is now, (laughs) somebody's a producer, Shannon. James Harden, he had a bizarre way of describing his role, Harry, on the Sixers. He said that he was, quote, unquote, on a leash. And I think that's where we need to start. So, Devin, I know it's the second soundbite on the list, but let's hear what Harden had to say as he describes his role and his limitations in Philadelphia. Philly is just, you know, changing my role, knowing I can give more, knowing I can do more. But if you want to be honest, like being on a leash and like me knowing in order for us to get where we want to get to, I was going to have to be playing my best offensively, whether it's facilitating and scoring the basketball and Joel as well. And I never really, you know, had that opportunity. So um, I think all that plays into where I am today, where um, whatever T. Lou and the coaching staff needs me to do, you know, I've been prepared and, and been in both situations, whether it be scoring, you know, 15, 16 points or scoring 30. Like, as long as we win the game and everybody's feeling confident and good about themselves, uh, that's all that really matters. Ooh, boy, that joker, that joker there feeling himself. Uh, <laughs> he said knowing he could do more, wanting to do more. Well, mm-hmm. newsflash, Mr. Harden. You had games six and seven where you should have wanted to do more, where you could have done more, but you didn't do more. But let's take it to the, the previous year against the Miami Heat. There was an opportunity where you could have done more in game, I think it was game five, or you could have done more in game six, but you didn't, Mr. Harden, and you went home both years. This man, I, I swear he's in a fairy tale. He's in a bubble of, uh, of, of, of himself. He was the point guard. He had the basketball. You say you was on a leash. You didn't perform when you needed to perform. You're right you was on a leash. A leash of not performing. That, that, that's the leash he was on. So he was holding the leash and on the he leash He was holding his damn time. self back. He's talking yeah. about some people holding him back. He yeah. held himself back. I don't know where to come down on Harden. I, I, I saw as 
you know, living in Celtics country, live up here in, in, outside Boston, um, seeing what he did. I mean, he won two of those games. He hit the game-winning shot in two of those games. When Joel Embiid got hurt, he carried that team. But you're right. It's not just this last season either. Game six and seven is his kryptonite. He runs away and hides. And that is his own lack of rising to a moment, uh, being too passive with the basketball, going over from three, falling in love with the three, not attacking the rim, whatever it is. It's L.A.'s problem now. You wonder how he fits in, though, right? How is he going to fit into whatever system L.A. runs? And that system, that word, the word system, was another part of this interesting introductory press conference for the beard. I'm a creator on the court. You know what I mean? So if I got a, a, a voice to rock and, hey, coach, I see this. You know, what you think about this? Then it's like, oh, okay. Like somebody that trusts me, that believes in me, that understands me, that I'm just not a, you know, I'm, a, I'm not a system player. I am a system. You know what I mean? So um, somebody that, that can have that dialogue with me and understand and, and, and move forward and figure out and make adjustments on the fly throughout the course of games, that's all I really care about. Man, he taking shots at Doc Rivers, taking shots at all kind of people with that was within the Philadelphia 76ers organization. Mm-hmm. This man going to make me go to this car. I'm about to lead, walk out this hotel room, go get them three <laughs> bottles of wine I had. He going to make me drink them now. <laughs> you keeping the wine in the car, Harry? You yeah, I forgot, I, forgot, I forgot to take it out. <laughs> you need to go get them anyway. But no, it was. It, I heard that and I thought, okay, so I'm not a system player. I'm a system. I, I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Let me handle my business, damn, right? Like, I'm hearing this lyric, and I'm thinking this this man does not fit that. Does News not flash. fit that. Newsflash. Yeah. What he might not want to forget is that that's Kawhi Leonard's team. That's the number one op- option. What he might not want to forget after Kawhi Leonard is Paul George. So that's the first two options when it comes to offensive play on the Los Angeles Clippers. So yeah. make sure you have that mindset, James Harden. Now you're talking about, and Russell Westbrook is there as well. And Brody hasn't met a jumper that he hasn't loved, right? Yep. So, so I don't know if he's the third choice. I don't know if he's the fourth choice. It, we're we're going to have to wait for him to get into game shape to see. But I do know he's going to be the third. He's going to be the third. I just wonder how many games we're going to see all four of those guys healthy and in the lineup. Because we thought this with Brooklyn, right? Another one of James Harden's teams. We thought, wow, look at KD, look at Kyrie, look at James Harden, and they played. Over the course of two-plus seasons together, they played 16, 17 games at the same time. You know what? Like they, you, you wonder about Ka- Kawhi's availability. You wonder about his injury history. And maybe that's what Harden is there to do. Maybe he's ultimately offensive insurance for not if but when Kyrie misses time. Well, I will say this. I, I, it's going to be hard for me to sit up here and say that they're going to have a moment where all these guys are on the court at the same time mm-hmm. or available at the same time. That's because – you got to go by what history has told you. And I think this L.A. Clippers basketball team, they're only going to go as far as Kawhi Leonard allows them to go. Mm-hmm. His health is predicated off of everything that they want to do from a team goal-wise, offensively, and moving forward and trying to compete and contend for a championship. Kawhi talked about, is there enough ball to go around for all four of these scorers? It's going to be sacrifice. You know, it's only one basketball. Yeah, we just got to figure it out from there. I think we all are old enough to understand uh, what we want to do here. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think Kawhi's going to make sure he gets his shots, and I think Ty Lue's going to do that as well. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. 
Com. A reminder, the Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. We're going to get to more of your calls on the biggest event that disappointed you the most. Plus, we'll make you some money. NFL props over and under. It's Harry Douglas, Randy Scott in for Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Love. Love Friday. Love Friday. Freddie and Harry, ESPN Radio. The ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Freddie is so uniquely suited for this, to sit here with those pipes and just lay that down. At H. Douglas 83. (laughs) At H. Douglas 83 for Harry Douglas. Right now, Randy. At Randy Scott ESPN for me. Not Freddie uh, Freddie Douglas. I just combined the two. Freddie Coleman. Join the conversation. Dr. Pepper call in line. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. In honor of this huge week in the NFL, Let's say one of the games doesn't deliver. So what's the biggest event, game, athlete, team in your life that has disappointed you the most? Harry bared some some of his soul talking about a, a woman whose hygiene wasn't up to point. Uh, I, I, had a rough, I had a rough weekend back in the year 2000. The year 2000. So let's get to uh, Thomas in Alabama. Let's get to the phones. Again, 888-729-3776. Thomas, you're on ESPN Radio. What's up? What's up, Harry? Uh, big fan, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. 
Thanks, Thomas. So I'm a third generation Auburn grad, diehard, Billy the Orange and Blue. I was about 13 or 14, uh, went all the way to Pasadena for the national championship. We were up 21 to three, found a way to lose that game in the end. And Jameis throwing that slant to Kelvin Benjamin right in my face. I was 13 or 14, but I was not too cool to cry, and I cried all the way home. Oh, buddy. Yeah, the college well, ones hit different too, I think. Well, well, Thomas, I may have cried then too because let's just say, you know, I had a nice little chunk change, chunk <laughs> of change on that game for Auburn to win. Oh. And when Kelvin Benjamin caught that touchdown pass, I was so angry. But not only that, like how the drive started and Rashard Green – catching a little short route and spinning to the outside and getting a big chunk early on in that on that game winning drive. Oh man. Me whew, Yeah. That was rough. Let's get well in keeping with Florida State, Steven's been holding for a long time. Steven in Jacksonville, you're on ESPN radio. Uh yeah. I was really happy when we did uh, beat, uh <laughs> <laughs> Um so that 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 put us on a thirteen game win streak and then we went on a twenty 26 game win streak before we came to uh, the first installment of the playoffs and we faced Oregon and it was a 13 to 18 point game at halftime, five points. And it ended up being 59 to 20 mm-hmm. when I didn't, I didn't think Jameis Winston was able to lose a game. <laughs> I don't think Jameis did either. If it's any consolation, but I, I, I remember that game. I mean, that was Marcus Mariota's like, you know, if the West Coast had only seen him, right, no one else had really been exposed to Mariota, that was sort of his national stamp. And, uh, man, that Oregon squad was loaded. There's no shame. There's no shame in that. Uh, all right. It is time on this program to make the people some money. You guys ready? Let's do it. Oh, hit that number. NFL props over under. Again, these are from ESPN Bet. That, again, is ESPN Bet. The first one, are you reading them, Devin? You want to read them I out? sure am, Let's Randy. do it. Hit it. All right, you're up first. Patrick Mahomes, over, under, two and a half passing touchdowns. They are playing the Dolphins. Randy, what do you say? Over, under. Mm, over, under. It's tra- is it going to be a track meter? Is Kinsey going to try to slow it down? Over, under, two and a half. Oh, but God, it's so much fun to bet the over. Um, but you can run on them. You know what? I'm going to say under. I'm going to zag. I'm going to say under. I think it's two. I think two is the number. I'm going to go with under as well. I'm going to go with under as well because – I think the Kansas City Chiefs may have two rushing touchdowns in this game, so Patrick Mahomes may be able to throw two, and that might be enough. It might be enough, but I'm going to go under because I don't trust those wide receivers. I don't trust anybody receiving the football-wise outside of Travis Kelsey right now. All right, Harry. Stephon Diggs, over-under, 86.5 receiving yards. Are you going over-under? I'm going to go under with this one because of what I've seen, you know, the Buffalo Bills doing their last matchup, right? They were able to diversify the football and mm. get Khalil Shakir involved. Also, Dalton Kincaid, along with Gabe Davis. I'm pretty sure that running game is going to have to be valuable against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals as well. So I'm going to go under. Slightly under, but under. I'm going to go over. I feel like Buffalo is going to really struggle running the football. Arizona did last week. I feel like Buffalo is going to. I think it's going to be on Josh Allen through the air. And Averaging double-digit targets by the end of the third quarter is Stephon Diggs. Think about that for a second. Double-digit targets with a quarter to play. If it's close, they're going to stay throwing in the second half. I think uh, I think he gets to triple digits. All right, Randy. Over under 44 
and a half total points in Seahawks Ravens. Under. This is under. This is a, a West Coast team flying to play a one o'clock game on the East Coast. Ravens defense has been coming correct now for a couple of weeks. Pause. But they have. <laughs> but they have. They have. And they have. Listen. And they will get after you. They'll heat you up. Maybe pause. But Geno has been a little susceptible. They moved the football through the ground. That Kenneth Walker has been an absolute animal. It is so hard to rack up a high-scoring game with a ground game. And we know that the Gus bus is going to be fully loaded. And actually, the Seattle secondary is pretty good. Um, so I, I, I think it's going to be a ground game. I think it probably is like a 20-17 to 17 game here. Maybe even 21-20, but that's still an under, Harry. Yeah, I think it's going to be a ground game on both sides, right? The Baltimore Ravens as well. Uh, even though their pass game has been efficient this year, the Baltimore Ravens are only allowing 15, one point, uh, 15.1 points per game, which is the mm-hmm. best in the NFL, under. Under, under, under. And that's not a fun way to watch a game. It's not a fun way to watch a game, but I think the under is the way to play it. Uh, again, joining the conversation, Dr. Pepper, call in line. That is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What's the biggest event, game, athlete, team that's disappointed you the most which team needs a quarterback to outplay the other the cowboys or the eagles it's freddie and harry espn radio thanks for listening to the freddie and harry podcast on espn radio you can also listen to freddie and harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 eastern on espn radio the espn app and on sirius xm channel 80 you can also watch and listen on the espn app the freddie and harry podcast